Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, Deer Talk Now podcast. I am Chris Barons, and we are here today with uh, Heath Wood. Heath does a lot of freelance uh, writing for us, uh, whether it's for the Trapper Predator Caller or the Trapper Now, and uh, as well for uh, Deer and Deer Hunting Magazine. And uh, today, our subject is going to be backpack hunting or packs for hunting and uh, a lot of what that involves. So, Heath, first, thanks for coming. Thank you. Glad to have you on the, on the podcast. And uh, why don't you give us a little bit of background of your, your hunting okay. background. I appreciate you guys having me. No, I'm, I'm from southern Missouri. I've been deer hunting since I was 12, 13 year old, like every country boy in a small town. Uh, then when I was in high school, I started the outdoor page in our high school newspaper. And oh, I nice. started writing about hunting and turkeys because that's obviously what I thought about all the time. So why not try to get it in everything then uh, after high school i just kept pursuing and started writing a little bit and i worked with a couple hunting companies uh went on a rider hunt with them and got to talking and kind of went a different route and started riding more than i was just focused on one company okay so that's what i've been doing now for the last six or seven years okay uh, the last six or seven years it's really picked up a lot for me i'm very blessed and thankful to have that nice it's it's funny like as writing editing and all that it's kind of we're all so different but it's funny how how similar so many of our stories are like oh man that's all i used to think about as kids and i would write stories and tried to start a little page same thing with me for school and then into college and and after and and here we are it's worked out yeah and my my art teacher when i was in high school used to say like every project she did i would always make a turkey or a deer yeah, yeah. even the clay sculptures we were supposed to make a bowl or something i made a full strut turkey oh you know, nice just, yeah so, yeah it's it's been born into me i guess my whole life yeah i had an english teacher say that too she's like don't you ever want to write about anything else maybe about no. other sports or i was like actually no not really <laughs> no, <I'm good>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so that's what's kind of cool you know that it's not my full-time job but it, it's something I enjoy all the time, and I get to do that. And man, I've got to do some incredible things with the hunting industry. I've uh, a few years back, I got to take uh, an autism boy on a turkey hunt for um, for a hunting video. And oh it was wow! Act- and it was actually on Outdoor Channel that that year. Then I took a blind boy turkey hunting. Oh wow! And we did that, and that's that was incredible. I mean, it it opened my eyes to a lot of things. You know, not, uh just what what we're able to do to help other people oh yeah and just what what's actually possible you know yeah when you think a, uh, a blind boy could ever kill a turkey but yeah did, the, you know the I mean? little things we take then, for granted too yeah yeah then uh a couple years after that i took a boy that had a brain tumor for several years and he had lost most of his eyesight and these same people that i did this hunt with um when they somebody asked me about taking him deer hunting, I called them and I was like, "Hey, would you be interested in helping me out with all the the apparatuses and stuff that they we that we used?" Oh yeah. And we took him hunting, and this is kind of one of my testimonies, I guess you'd say, is I took him, and the first thing that morning I had this really good buck come out. Okay. And I'm working two remote controls because when I push a button and he pushes a button, it makes the gun go off. Okay. And there's like a TV screen there on the scope. Well, I'm trying to video and run the gun at the same time, and I kind of got caught up in all of it. Oh, yeah. And we ended up missing. Oh. And I knew we missed, but the boy, he, he insisted we go look for to make sure we hit him. So we went and looked. Yeah. We was looking around, and I had his hand, and he said, I'm glad we missed. 
And I was like, why? You know, and I was already, shame on me, I was mad at that time, you know. Well. And he said, I don't want to quit hunting with you Oh, yet. yeah. You know, and it was like, bam, that's, that was my reality check of, we're not out here to shoot a big buck. Yeah. We're out here to enjoy that. The experience, the how fortunate we are to have yeah, it. Yeah. I've, I've kind of lived off of that ever since then. So. Very cool, yeah. So that's some yeah. pretty cool stuff. But yeah, yeah. that's kind of how okay. I got started. Okay. And then uh, we'll segue that into how... Uh, how you've gotten into more pack hunting or learning about packs and, and styles and fit and mm-hmm. utilizing to help your your hunting style like i think it goes back to like turkey hunting i've always been one that carried a, a turkey vest mm-hmm. and i used to have my buddies make fun of me like dude you take more stuff with you than when we go camping mm-hmm. on a turkey hunt but i've just i've always felt more organized more equipped when i had all that stuff with me mm-hmm. but then i started deer hunting well, the last, a year ago of the first of the year, I got on this health kick. Me and my wife decided we were going to try to get healthy. At that time, I was way overweight. <laughs> and uh, my goal, I said, I want to lose 50 pounds from January 1st to the first day of deer season, which is in September 15th in Missouri, where, okay. I, where I'm from. Okay. So I started doing that, and by turkey season, which is in mid-April, I'd already lost 50 pounds. Wow! And I was—that's awesome. Like, you know, it was this—it was coming off really easy, and yeah, man, I had this huge drive then for turkey hunting because I, I could do more up and down hills, and mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I had that drive behind me, you know, to to Absolutely. do to, to hunt harder. Yeah. So that it kind of incorporated that same way into deer hunting. There's been a lot of places over the last few years that i want to go to but i was just always like dude that's so hard to get to and it's a long ways yeah. i would die if i went down there you know yeah and now over the over the last summer and i've always packed a backpack with me mm-hmm. hiking and working out and stuff up and down the football bleachers and there stuff you go. taking that backpack with me and just trying to get in shape for more for hunting mm-hmm. well then as season got here i realized you know this is going to be a huge advantage of packing that backpack up mm-hmm. and going places that other people don't. Absolutely, and, yeah. You know, I've always heard that with public land a lot. Public land guys say, let's go go where everybody else is not. Mm-hmm. Well, that same thing you can do on private land. Yep. Just go to those places that, like me, I was intimidated to go to. Mm-hmm. You know there's big bucks there. Right. Because <laughs> like, they know that. So right, exactly. That's what I've started doing is I, I just pack that backpack up. I throw some water in there and my binoculars and everything that I need, strap my bow on the back and take off. Okay. And, and I, it's amazing what over the last year has done because I, I embrace that challenge now and that opportunity. Yeah. And there's huge benefits to it. I mean, you get back there and you can find trails and find deer sign that you're like, oh my gosh, you can tell they're living here. Exactly. And yeah. that's why, because they don't ever get no pressure. Exactly. There's nothing that close. That's that's kind of what got me into. Okay, yeah, this is right in my wheelhouse because I'm I'm in the same boat. Like I've been hunting like mobile since I was 14, 15, 16, just strike out on my own. Mm-hmm. Whether you said it works on private land too, getting away from roads, parking spots, or just wherever everyone else is, go somewhere else. Yeah. Same with public land, and my friends do the same thing. Whether I'm duck hunting or turkey hunting or deer hunting, like I have a heavy backpack because yep. it's like I want to be comfortable. And I sweat a lot, so I carry my clothes, extra clothes with me, yep. put it on when I get out there. I like snacks, got to have a soda or something, and it does make a difference. You can you can literally find pockets of unpressured deer 
on public yes. and even private land. So yeah. it, it absolutely makes a difference. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I've laughed at myself over the last couple of years too. My Going on a health health kick like that, you have to change your complete lifestyle. Yes. And used to, my backpack was full of snack cakes and, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Now I have water and maybe an, a protein bar. Yep. It's like, so it's like totally different. But man, I, it just like gives you that drive and makes you, it just, it's almost like there's a song playing when I put the backpack oh, on yeah. and take off, you know, I, I just, just has that advantage. And yeah, you get pumped up. huge. <laughs> and you feel, yeah, it's like you don't have to be an athlete to be able to do it, but it makes you it gives you that confidence like yes i can do this and any little bit of confidence helps not even your confidence going into a new spot mm-hmm. that okay this can work and if it doesn't i'll find another spot but also it it leads into your your shooting your bow shooting your rifle shooting just knowing there's deer around right that's just building confidence is a huge part of it well here it's funny just a, uh two weekends ago i got this crossbow to use and I was like, man, I don't want to wait till turkey season. I want to try to go deer hunting with oh, it one, yeah. one more time, you know, before our season ended. So I had a, an antlerless tag. So I went out and uh, went to the place where there's pretty steep hills and stuff. And I, I ended up shooting one at nine yards. Well, sure enough, it run over the hill, you know. And like I say, I embrace those opportunities, but you get to question yourself. Yeah. You, I still have that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't run that way, you know. Yeah. Well. I waited, you know, 20, 30 minutes and started tracking and I come up over the hill and she stood up and stumbled all the way to the bottom. Oh, no. (laughs) And uh, so I waited 10 or 15 more minutes, you know, and followed the blood trail. Sure enough, she was in a creek down there. And that's what I kind of thought. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's (laughs) the test. Let's see how good this is. Yeah. And I I called a good buddy of mine that's helped me drag a couple out of those bottoms in, in years past. And me and him hooked onto it, took off up the hill, and I think we only stopped twice. And it's literally like nice. a, a river bluff, you know. I'm okay. in river country in southern Missouri, which yeah. is steep. And even when we got to the top, he's like, dude, we, we stopped like 10 times last time we did this. Yeah. And we went right up. And, it, you know, it gives you that self-satisfaction. Yeah. It makes you proud. You know? It makes like, a difference, man, yeah. That, that's all that work's paying off, you know. And Absolutely. And it's got to be better for your daily life too you know oh yeah you feel feel better i, yep. I do you know i've got a ton more energy and, mm-hmm. and like i said that that drive is there yeah very so. cool yeah deer talk now is brought to you by moultrie mobile the all-new feed hub from moultrie mobile is a remote game feed manager that's compatible with all major feeders remotely check feed levels schedule feeding times and instantly dispense feed directly from the Moultrie Mobile app. For more information, go to MoultrieMobile.com. Since you've been able to become more mobile and get into those hardcore places, what are, what are you starting to look for when, you, when you're using a pack? Or uh, how, do you, how do you adjust it you know, for the best comfort, um, depending on what you're carrying, time of season, that kind of thing? Well, like I've used a backpack like hiking all summer long, and... That's the way it is. I've got a six-year or a five-year-old boy who'll be six, and my okay. wife, they're both into it just as much as I am, and we'll pack uh, a few snacks in there and drinks, mm-hmm. you know, and I've got a couple other little things that we'll need. Uh, we take a, a, a Bible with us. We always read a Bible verse when, oh, we, nice. get to, when we get to the top of a, a lookout point or yeah, something. Yeah, that's cool. But having that backpack on all summer, I've kind of felt 
what's comfortable and mm -hmm. and that's kind of what I did with my hunting backpacks I've, I've kind of got tried to go off that same style I like a wide strap on there that I can cinch down tighten up real easy when I'm taking off okay something that I can take off easy uh, uh, you know if you see something you want to take off and get your binoculars out or something if mm -hmm. I don't have them on my harness right it's easy to get off easy to put on and I like something that's really organized like I said going back to turkey hunting that's that's what i like so much about turkey vests is it kept everything organized yeah lots of pockets so i like to make sure there's lots of pockets inside there and i'm real i'm real focused on everything being where it goes you okay know? and my binoculars are in a certain spot my grunt call my sense you know and field dressing stuff i keep in there a lot that's that's big because mm -hmm. you get back to where you're deer hunting you know you go way back in there after you do make the harvest, you don't want to have to go all the way back right. out to grab a knife. Fewer and trips, the better. Yeah. yeah. So take Absolutely. all that with me. I've got some gloves that go up to my, you know, up to my arms where I can just peel them off and put them in a bag, stick them in the backpack and go mm -hmm. on. Then again, water, snacks, different things like that. But yeah, just having everything organized, I think is the biggest key. Yeah. Right? Staying efficient, especially when you're fumbling around in the dark or yeah. so you're not searching around for everything, you know, right where it is at, you know, each, especially like you said, your grunt call, your binoculars, snacks. Even like uh, if I backpack into a, a tree stand mm -hmm. and I'm getting real close to trying this tree saddle thing. Cause that was always an intimidation too. I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to get up there when I weighed too much. And now I keep I think that's going to be my next goal this year. Yeah, to, go for to it. To get in it, you know. Yeah. But the that, take my backpack to a tree stand. Even when I get up there, I like to hang it up right behind me. Yep. And I want everything where I can turn around, reach in, and get it without having to fumble around. Oh, right. Because how many times you drop gloves, you release, and different things because yep. you're, not, you're not organized. you got to climb back down. Yep, yep. yep. So, so I like that too. I like to have that right there beside me in the tree. Okay. I, and I've seen that there's a, a bunch of new... Uh, I think Alps has a couple and a few others where the front panel actually opens mm -hmm. and it turns into a shelf. It's got a support so you can actually open it and yep. everything is right there. It doesn't have to fall out because it's got like mesh pockets. Yep. Just slide it in. That's another thing too. I, I use an Alps one a lot too. And the unzip there, that front is where I keep like hand warmers, gloves, little things that I know I'm going to be using in the tree stand that's easy to get to. Yeah. Then my other stuff, you know, that I know probably won't use in the stand that's what's in deeper down in the backpack you know yeah try to remember that too how you how you pack your bag of where you're going to be using it and how you're going to be using it and yeah easy, and to, easy to get to yeah and it all comes with practice like once i've noticed first couple sits of the year i'm a i am a hot mess like i don't know where anything is like i'm fumbling around but just like with anything it takes you a few warm-ups and then it's like okay i know right where everything is each time bam bam got it done um how about uh, have you learned a little bit more about like the fit? Like you said, you you like to wear your pack pack straps nice and tight and snug. How about mm -hmm. like your your waist belt, hip belt placement? Uh, same way with it. I like to have it tight. I I don't like anything loose. I don't like anything hanging down. So I'm um, I'm real big about you know I have my I have my wife help me adjust everything at the house before I leave. You oh know, yeah. I want it perfect. Yeah. And, and that's something too is try on all your what you're going to be deer hunting in and put that back on and just everything you know if mm -hmm. you're if you're adjusting everything with your shorts and a t-shirt on when you get a bunch of clothes on it's going to be too tight it's a different story yeah, yeah. yeah. so kind of do that I, that's what i do too is get all them straps where then if there's anything over hanging i'll roll that up neatly mm -hmm. and put that where it's not going to be tangled up or 
make know, a noise safety yep. wise too you know climbing in a tree stand or something i don't want to be stepping on it or absolutely yeah and, and you like like you said noise is noise a big, is a big is deal big part of it yeah i've noticed too like with the and i've read a few things talked to a few people like uh a lot of the packs now have really nice hip belts and even adjustable shoulder straps on the top mm-hmm. and it's a little bit everyone's a little bit different but the higher up you can have it so it's not like dragging down on your butt or down on your hips but you actually and maybe i might be wrong but for me it seems comfortable more comfortable if you got it up a little higher on your back and those those hip belts are not actually down on your belt they're up on like your uh your hip bones up here and that actually gives you a little more support and then you can uh, you can fine tune it with the straps coming from the pack to the straps well you know like a lot of those straps look like a back brace and that's kind of the same concept there to have it where it's supporting everything yep and i'm the same way i like it up high i like it hanging up in my in between my shoulder blades is where i like it instead of down lower Mm -hmm. i've noticed i've even done that where i take some photos or look back on some of my photos like man that thing's hanging way down there yeah no wonder i was feeling like this walking you know absolutely i'll adjust adjust it where it is up higher Mm -hmm. and I like to like having my bow on there. I like where I can reach back and undo that strap with my bow if I oh, okay. if I needed to. You know, like if you're walking up and there's there's a good buck standing there, you, you don't have time to take off that backpack. And right, you want it you easily want to reach, accessible. Be able to reach back there and get that bow off, and that's something practice that every now and then too. You know, put put your bow on there and reach back there and get it off. Yeah, and that's another familiar. another good thing too. If you're especially like you said, you hunt hill country like rugged ridges and stuff where you want both hands accessible you're going to want a pack that's got a good uh, secure bow or rifle scabbard on the back yeah so that you can you don't have to worry you're not your sights aren't going to be off but you can still be free-handed mm-hmm. I, I look too on a lot of the backpacks i look at now i want to make sure there's like a a waterproof thing that goes over them you know yeah nice rain cover yeah rain cover is good just keep that dry and also like your bow or your gun cover your scope up or cover yep. your sights up if it's sprinkling you know or maybe snowing or whatever that that's awesome to have that too so absolutely that's, that's, a, yeah. that's a big feature that we don't think about a lot yeah how about so you said you um, you work with alps a little bit and you like their stuff what are maybe a one or two packs that you use of theirs specifically for different times of the season or different hunts well like like i said hiking i use that edc everyday carry pack okay i really like that and the straps on that is where when I started looking, what backpack do I want to bow hunt with? That's what I went off of, and the Pursuit Pack is the one I like the best. Okay, yeah, I've got good. one too. Yeah, it's and good all around. It seems like it holds the bow good. It, it's it holds it secure, and again, everything every, it's got so many pockets inside that it keeps it really secure. Yeah, there's I, I like it a, lot. a spot for everything. Yeah, yeah. So those are my two favorite, but I'm always willing to try something there. I've got three or four. I've got this a smaller one, but I can't think of the name of it. But it's it's a small mossy oak one. It's a good tree stand one just because it's not so big, you know. It, uh, yeah. You know, if you if you know you're just going to your stand, getting up there, and that's it. That's that would probably be something sm- go a little smaller. Okay. Yeah. Like but early like when season. When I'm backpacking in, like we was talking a little farther, I, I want a bigger pack. I want to take more stuff with me. Yeah, especially when you're taking you're packing heavy clothes. Mm-hmm. You got a long walk. You want to layer up when you get out there. Yeah, that's, that's a huge that pursuit part pack of it. is good because. You can pack all your gear plus, like you said, uh, maybe a rain jacket or an, an extra insulated yep. one that you don't want to don't want to walk in because it'd be burning up by the time you get there. But Absolutely, that, yeah. Yeah, that's good too. Okay, so with this new this past deer season, with your 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 new uh, 
found endurance and, mm-hmm. and after you've gotten in a little better shape and you it sounds like you've found some good spots kind of off the beaten path what would be the most exciting or craziest or memorable story that you could think of from this newfound ability to get back back in the sticks if as you were you know if, okay. if you could think of one thing that really sticks out like a crazy wild thing that maybe wouldn't have happened before you got into this um yeah one a, a couple years ago 2021 i shot a decent buck with my bow in this one certain area and sure enough it ran all the way to the bottom and that's when i when i was telling you i called that buddy of mine mm-hmm. and he'd come and help me drag it out the man that was so hard getting that out of there and I, I can remember and he's like don't ever call me again yes, <laughs> and, and i remember myself thinking that and that's what's bad is i thought to myself god i'm never hunting here again i yeah. do not want to do that again yep and then this year hunting in that same area and shooting a deer and it going that same same spot it's like it's a totally different area even though it's the same place mm-hmm. just being able to backpack down in there where i once said i will never go there again yeah and now i hunt down in there and going in and out of that same area that was so hard okay. before i think that's kind of my that's my proudest moment okay but but actually harvest wise this year i I shot several antlerless does, but I never could find that big mature buck. That's all right. Um, I did Some have seasons one, are like that. I had one yeah. close encounter, though, in okay. October, and it was the same way. I had backpacked down in and found this good area in August. Okay. And I had this really good buck on camera, and he kind of disappeared right there at the end of August, 1st of September, like they usually do. Mm-hmm. And I, I never hunted that stand until like October 15th, somewhere right in there. Okay. And I got in like 2 o'clock that day, got got sit down, hung my backpack up, and it wasn't 20 minutes, and I looked over, and there was that buck I had not oh, seen. Oh, yeah? I had not seen him since August. All right, so and, did you pack a, a stand in with you, or were you um, hunting on the ground? Or No, I had a, a, a ladder stand there. Oh, okay. That we, that we had actually hung nice. in August just for him. Nice. Then after he disappeared, I kind of just... Oh well, I'm not going there, you know. Yeah. But I had I had that feeling go in there. Yeah, try it out. So I went in, and sure enough, there he was. And I was like, Oh my gosh! I realized what bucket was immediately. Yeah. And he was walking right at me. I had him at 12 yards. Oh no. Full draw, waiting for him to move into a past a limb there that was hanging. Okay. And I guess I flinched a little bit, and my thumb release went off uh, and shot five yards in front of him. Uh, oh, I felt like crying. Oh. Uh, you just take off, ha- spooked ha- him? Yeah, it happens. It and, does, yeah. But, man, I, <laughs> I watched him run 40 yards and stay in there for, like, 10 minutes, too, but he was in thick, thick cover, oh, okay. not going to shoot. And, oh, I just sat there and was like, why, oh, why, why, you know? But, yeah. I don't know. It'll, Maybe next year he'll be a little bit bigger. Yeah, if it's a good <laughs> spot, like you said, it he's there for a reason. It's obviously a good spot that doesn't get pressured much. Nobody else is going down yeah. there. And in a way, it's like you said, you you did it all right. Like, you beat him because he slipped up enough that you could have killed yeah, him. He right. was right there, and it's just one little Yeah, yeah I did luck. my job except for making the yeah. harvest. <laughs> so it's like, in a way, you still... It is satisfactory. It's still <laughs> very satisfactory, almost a victory right there. And just one little thing... Another bounce could have gone your way, right. so it's that's absolutely a good story. And that, that's one good thing, and that's another advantage of backpacking in is I have that like stands like that that you're saving, you know. Yes. I can put them in areas that's hard to get to. Yeah. Because like 
this one property that I hunt, all through first part of bow season, it's it's usually just me hunting. Okay. But then when firearm season happens in mid-November, there's about 10 other people that come into the okay. same place. That's when I go where they don't. Exactly. You know? And I get away from them, and it just seems like it's better, you know, because it's, it's a whole new hunting down there. Absolutely. You know the deer that's been up here where they're at is going the, in them places it's hard to get to exactly and they think nobody's being there so yep that's kind of an advantage i've had too is seeing all those deer that you know in years past you're like man what have i missed right during right. those times when you're like man deer aren't moving up here now that's yeah. where they're at exactly <laughs> they're moving somewhere just not here yeah, yeah. They're, they're still there and there's nobody crazier crazy enough like me to get down <laughs> there yep so exactly and that's that's the mind frame you have yeah. to have is absolutely embrace it and go for it you know yeah go why not yeah what have you got to lose yeah, yeah challenge yourself a little bit because i know maybe next year dragging that big one up that hill is going to be like yeah it'll be worth it it. i did it it'll be moments you'll be like what am i doing here but then at the end of it yeah it's all worth it just like that doe i shot you know when i first seen her like seriously yeah but then i was like no wait a minute i'm gonna this is gonna be my challenge exactly yeah it, it it was great cool very cool yeah very cool well i suppose we should wrap it up uh heath for Heathwood and deer and deer hunting, uh, we're gonna, I guess, uh, call it a day for the Deer Talk Now podcast. And uh, stay tuned every week. We have my on YouTube, social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, wherever you find deer and deer hunting, you'll find the podcast. So again, th- Heath, thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you guys. I appreciate you talking asking. some backpack hunting, and uh, we'll see you next time.